0: Black Americans used the Green Book in the mid-1900s to find safe places to travel. Well, now an organization in our region is highlighting many of these locations. Emma Vandy90 of the Mountain West News Bureau joins one woman as she shares her family's history with the book.
1: Terry Gentry is standing in the middle of Five Points, a neighborhood just northeast of downtown Denver. She used to come here after school in the 70s to hang out. Clothing
2: stores, Salman's Records, anything you needed, there was a little store down here
1: for you to go in and shop. But it wasn't until she grew up that she realized this safe haven didn't exist everywhere for black people.
2: You discover that when you leave the neighborhood or you go out of town and you travel somewhere and the way you're treated.
1: When traveling, her relatives relied on the Green Book. The guide was published from the 30s to the 60s, listing hotels, restaurants, and other spots that did not exclude black people. Some places in the West included Harrison's Guest House in Nevada, the Rossonian Hotel in Colorado, and the Rotisserie Inn in Utah. Many of these locations lie along major highways connecting the Mountain West, like Route 66 and US-50. The book was essential to travelers in our region due to the long stretches between safe destinations.
2: They always made sure they had a full tank of gas before they left Denver to make sure they could get to their destination and not have to stop.
1: Anywhere else, there was a greater fear of discrimination and violence. Even in Colorado, the hatred was strong. Ku Klux Klan members held government positions in the 20s, and many towns in Colorado were dangerous to travel through when the sun went down.
2: It's a matter of having to be very, very conscious of your surroundings and conscious of where you're going and what you're confronting all the time. You just never know.
1: Green Book sites have historical significance, but due to the pressures of growth and gentrification, the National Park Service says... Fewer than 20% of them still exist today nationally.
3: There's a really marked difference, I think, between looking at a photo and talking about a place and being able to stand in front of it and say, this place is important to civil rights history in Colorado.
1: That's Patrick Eidman, the Chief Preservation Officer at History Colorado. The National Park Service gave the organization nearly $75,000 to raise awareness of these places.
3: There are just so few left that we, you know, we want to help be part of the solution towards you know seeing them be preserved and understood and interpreted.
1: The grant adds to work completed in 2021. History Colorado went through several black travel books for the state. Of the 280 sites listed, 161 remain. Over the next two years, they plan to do a deep dive into the history of these places, by taking this research on the road.
3: Sometimes these things can't be learned through library research and published books. We you know, we just need to be in community talking with folks about places of importance.
1: From there, they'll talk with property owners about designating the historic buildings and placing informational plaques outside them. This would be huge for communities of color, since a small percentage of the National Register of Historic Places honor them. I'm excited for
0: these associations to be way more accessible to the public for people to understand what's going on in these places.
1: That's Poppy Gullett, a historian for History Colorado. She notes that the once popular Cotton Club in Colorado Springs was demolished in 1975. She says these places should be valued in the planning process.
0: What we hope to see in the future is additional consideration for things that have this recognition so we're not losing
1: places that were sort of like the heart of a community to just parking lots and urban renewal. Back in the Five Points neighborhood, lots of places have already been lost. Gentry says it doesn't quite look like it used to. So a lot has changed down here.
2: Like the Delicatessen is still there. Sherry's is still available. 715
1: Club is closed, but
2: there's a pizza, to-go pizza right there.
1: But she believes the grant will help protect the places that remain and tell her community's story about travel. We were always
2: figuring out a way out of no way. And we always wanted to make sure that our
1: community and our, our neighbors. were safe. Once History Colorado gets the funds, the project will start in late summer. It's expected to be done by 2025. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Emma Vanden
0: ID. Thanks so much for listening to Idaho Matters. Boise State Public Radio and Idaho Matters are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Gemma Gaudette. We'll see you tomorrow
2: race might be a hot topic right now but for so many of us talking about race is nothing new on the code switch podcast from npr we go beyond the headlines and we go deep listen now